0: This podcast is part of the Eat Geek Play network. For more podcasts about comic books, music and geek lifestyle, go to eatgeekplay.com. Repeat the chorus.
1: Repeat the chorus. Listening
0: to Repeat the Chorus. Welcome to episode number 4 of Repeat the Chorus. My name is Kevin Knight. This week, I sit down with the guys from Moose Blood to talk about their new album, I'll Keep You In Mind, from time to time. If you're a fan of Braid, Brand New, and Weezer, this record is a must-listen to for you. Since its release, this album has been in heavy rotation at the eGeek Play offices, and it's sure to make my list of top 10 records of 2015. If you haven't listened to it, go over to Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, wherever you listen to your music and download it, steal it, burn it, rip it somehow listen to this record it is so fantastic we recorded this on the very first day of warp tour and it just happened to be the band's very first u.s performance as well so i hope you enjoy this interview with moose blood hi i'm mark
1: glenn
2: i'm kyle and i'm eddie we're moose blood and we're here to talk about our album i'll keep you in mind from time to time
1: The writing process basically um, evolved over the space of about a year. Uh, We put out our first EP, uh, Moving Home, back in sort of early 2013. Um, Pretty much straight after that came out, we'd already had ideas and songs that made it onto the record, so um, it evolved over, yeah, a year. And then we had songs pretty early on, like Garmin and Boston. Which came out of the back of really like the moving home period, um, so it was all quite relaxed because we didn't really have any kind of uh, deadline or or anything like that. We were just writing songs as a band to have fun. Uh, at that point, there was no real real purpose. Um, the, I mean, when we started the band, it was literally just if we could maybe put out some kind of a, a, a record and uh, do some shows and have a bit of fun with it. That that that's it. And I guess that kind of philosophy hasn't changed, but now we are kind of doing it for a bit more of a purpose where, you know, we have to write another record and stuff like that. Um, but the writing process was great and it was really comfortable and it was really fun. And um, we, I, don't know, quite, I don't know if it's a ru- uh, worrying thing, but we didn't really scrap too much. Everything kind of came together and we were like, really happy with, with the ideas that, that we were sort of coming up with. And those little ideas all evolved into basically what you hear on, on the record
0: mine and it
2: fucking kills me so look at me
0: that way I was young and irresponsible while we a year ago and uh, we recorded
1: the record with uh Bo Birchell from Guitars from Sales In uh in Hollywood um which was unbelievable we we never ever thought that that would be something that that was possible for us to do um so we we loved it and he really helped um i guess it evolved the songs that we had demoed and wanted to put on the records into the actual record and yeah we we couldn't thank him enough for for his time with us and and how he helped us Um, initially i think when we started uh, recording for this album uh, we went into Hurley to uh, lay down all the drums in there and that's when we laid down guy guitars and stuff and initially I felt quite uh, not uneasy but um, maybe a little bit intimidated and a little bit anxious of of what we were doing and what people maybe were expecting us to do Um, but going into Hurley and you know the bands associated with Hurley and the bands that have been in there and seeing like the plaques on the wall and stuff like that it was uh, it made it feel very, very surreal, because um, that was instantly, from like, day one of when we started recording, we were straight into Hurley, and it was, um, it was a fantastic experience to go somewhere like that, and it really made it feel like, oh, well, we are making a proper album here. Yeah. <laughs> like, we've got actual facilities to make a real record. I think with
2: recording with Bo, just the way he was with us, <laughs> I think he kind of took away, he made it made us feel a lot more comfortable with how just enthusiastic he was about it. It kind of took away the daunting aspect of actually, well, we have to record a whole record, you know. So, I think yeah, he made it
1: a little easier. To be honest, I was quite taken back by the whole record. Not that I'm like, oh my god, it's an amazing record. It was, I think it became something that we didn't think it, 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 would, it would do. I mean, I think it came out better than, than any of us expected. And we we were so happy with it. Like we we feel very proud of, of that record and the things we have, have written about on that record is um is very like personal and we, that Eddie and me really kind of like opened up lyrically on that on that record and we're all really really happy with, with that and really really proud and you know everyone played their part and contributed and yeah.
2: come over late, yeah, to my house. Watch American
0: beauty
1: in the dark, i hold your hand to the very Gum, yeah, came together quite early on, like I said, after the back of sort of like the moving home era. Um, really the, the whole opening of the song, like musically, lyrically, um, just maybe the the first kind of 30 seconds of that song, like especially when it comes in with, with the vocals and stuff. Um, that's my favorite part. I mean, when we play it live as well, I mean, it's something that I, know, I feel really happy that, that we've done and that's our song. Yeah, Eddie started writing that just after he first met his now wife. Um, and that, that was kind of, I guess, musically, inspirations came from, I guess, uh, maybe sort of like the Weezer-esque stuff that we like and um, yeah I guess things like that and maybe sort of like Pixie Sound and stuff but that
2: um, that was one of the ones that came together really quickly wasn't it I think like I had the idea brought it I think we had it written in the first practice that we tried to like just finish and it just worked so it was definitely one of the easiest songs to write and it just kind of worked She really likes, she loves, I think that's one of her favourite songs on the record. I remember playing it to her, just sitting down with a guitar. I like like how simple it was, I just wanted to write a simple, yeah, a story. There was nothing, like past that, it was just yeah. about, I met my wife and I was falling in love. And I think that's a good thing to write about, you know. I think it's different, if you're trying to write a really simple song, sometimes it doesn't work too well. probably the simplest ones work the best but i think as long as you're not trying too
1: hard to write a simple song if that makes sense yeah or or sometimes you feel maybe this song's too easy and too should we make it a bit more difficult but (laughs) if it sounds good and you like it and that is something that you want to produce and you would buy yourself or whatever you know then then why not go with it regardless of how simple it is We had quite a clever process from the way that Bo chose to work in the studio where we had like a selection of amps and we would each time record each song we would already have the drums processed and finished and then we would go through a complete section of amps to kind of go with the vibe of the song so each song we would completely start from the beginning until it was done um, so yeah that's why a lot of tracks all sound Completely different is because they were completely started on separate days and things. So, yeah, that was the way we were feeling at the time. Yeah.
2: Bukowski was the first song um, I wrote. I did it a couple of years back. I was just I moved home to my parents and uh, I was just I just wanted to write some songs and I had Garage Band on my Mac and. Just wanted to write something a little bit different. Yeah, that was the first song I wrote and then showed the boys. It was the first song I think we played in a practice and as a full band. It was the first song we put up as a demo. Yeah, so it was, li- yeah, the first. that's the first musical song. I love that song still. It's
0: cool.
2: Never got a pr- it came out on the EP, but we never put it out as a single or anything like that. So we wanted to kind of give it a bit more life. And we felt like it fit in the record quite well. I think we' were a little bit not worried, but we were a little bit like because we re-recorded two songs, and it was kind of worried like would, would we still love them as much, or mm-hmm. would we still be as happy with the sound? but I think um, I think it came out great I'm really happy with it
0: yeah.
2: It's just an overall thing really about you know meeting a girl and trying to impress that person. It wasn't about one like person in particular, it's just it's an overall of that kind of play up to certain things that maybe would impress a certain person. She said,
0: I guess you let me down again.
2: I don't want to be just
1: friends. Swim Down, sort of, uh, the way that came together, it, it might have been the most, or the first time we had a really kind of poppy idea that we wanted to put into um, a song. And uh, it might have been, it was quite hard, I think, to come together, maybe to get everybody on side, because uh, um, I know, initially, Carl sort of struggled with that one and maybe thought it should go somewhere else. Um, but it's kind of, it, we did stick with the idea and it did kind of evolve into what it is now and Bo in the studio helped out a lot uh, with Swim Down and... Um, yeah, I guess it was when we first felt about dropping a, a more kind of poppy element in, into the previous stuff that we had done. Um, and then lyrically, I, I came to it pretty well, didn't it? I mean... I think I had the first... Um the first half of the song written
2: lyrically pretty early on, and then yeah, we, I think we wrote the last bit as we were demoing it and stuff. Oh yeah, I mean, I, we wrote yeah, we were
1: and then and the the dual dual vocal ending bit. I mean, I wrote the second part to that, and yeah. then that all just all fit and just came together. I guess yeah, it did. It worked, it yeah, it took a while, I guess, yeah. to click, but then, then, then when it, it did click, it, it just just was like, yeah. right, yeah, we we we're into this, so we'll we'll, we'll ride with this one, to see how it goes. Um, yeah. But I, I guess that was kind of fun because. It kind of went a little somewhere different, and then it maybe was a not a struggle, but we had to work to, 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 to get that song. I guess where where it is now. Um, but then once it did sort of fall into place, it was like. I guess I, we, I guess we we never intended that to be a single either. I don't think we looked into any of them really being singles. Quite early on in recording the record, we maybe had our own little ideas of what we might like to be singles, but. Um, it, it wasn't until it was done, was it? Yeah. I think if you go into an
2: album just trying to write like, certain songs for singles, I think then it would be quite easy to fall into just writing kind of album fillers and maybe not giving each song as much attention as it, as it deserves. So I feel like if you go in without worrying about what's going to be a single, you kind of end up with a, a, maybe a better album.
0: Moose Blood's album, I'll keep you in mind from time to time, is available now on No Sleep Records. Pick it up at nosleeprecords.com, or you can stream it on Spotify, Apple Music, or whatever streaming service you happen to use. Or you can actually pick up a physical copy at one of your remaining record stores. If you feel like helping out this podcast, I'm not going to ask you for money. I'm just going to ask that you go over to iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you downloaded this podcast and leave us a review. Or better yet, just tell your friends about this podcast. If you want to check out some other podcasts about music, comic books, and geek lifestyle, go over to eatgeekplay.com, check out our website. Next week, Forever Came Calling talks about their album, What Matters Most.